0: Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you have ever heard, My manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or Can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome to Jaded HR.
1: Welcome to Jaded HR, the podcast by two HR professionals who want to help you get through the workday by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. All right. Well, I want to start off the the podcast with an apology for no podcast last week, the 4th of July week. I originally intended to do a non-core episode as we had no intention of recording last week, but... Then all of a sudden, as I'm getting ready for the encore episode, putting that together, I had something hit me and I decided I was going to do a rant episode. So I was going to do just a little rant and hey, maybe I'll talk about it today. But I was just going to do a little rant for a few minutes and put it out there. Well, doing a rant, lost power, so lost internet, etc. So that stopped. So I said, okay, I'll start again. I'll record on my phone driving to work the next day. Oh, yeah, that audio sucked. <laughs> that audio was like, I, I, I don't know, could have used Mr. Telephone or something like that in the 80s to, to record it. It was so bad, so I couldn't use it. And then by the time I was like, oh, screw it, we're about to record again. So, yeah, no, no episode last week, so I greatly apologize. But we're back for you this week and got a couple of good stories for you. But also, as always, want to thank our original jaded HR rock star Hallie for her support on Patreon. You too can support us and also leave us a review. Support us financially. Just check out all the show notes and the pay- the links in the show notes in our link tree. All that sort of fun stuff. So, yes, back back again. So, yeah,
0: you know the world of HR is well. Just, I'll just, I'll just oh, well hold on. I'll just put out there that I'm probably like. Four or five beers in at this point in time, so I'm <laughs> I'm feeling no pain right now.
1: <laughs> I feel no so pain. Yes,
0: and <laughs> I'm I mean it is a work night, so I do. I will go to bed at some point in time. Probably feel a little pain in the morning because I am getting closer to a, a very big milestone age here in a couple of years. Um, so it's it's not easy in the morning anymore. Um, but feeling no pain right now. Well, speaking of
1: beer, I don't know if you saw online, I'm brewing my own now. Aiden and I, my son, I'm are scared. Brewing. Yeah, I'm I'm actually scared too, but it, you know, so far so good. I'll know in about three more weeks <laughs> what, what I if I created something worth it or not. And next, I'm going to do a mead. I decided I'm going to do mead instead of beer next time. So, I've I've got to pick up some new hobbies with all my my other hobbies dissipating. So, yeah. Well, your kids leaving? Yeah, kids leaving. Son, kid getting out. And actually, my son has been my even though he's only nineteen he's been my right-hand man and helping me do the beer and it's been it's been fun been a good project for us so we'll see in a, about 3 more weeks if, if it's if it was worth it or
0: not and I'll try again regardless so we'll see yeah <laughs> i mean it is coming up tailgate season so i expect like at least like some kind of shot we can do well if it's that bad we'll, we'll videotape a, it and we'll post it i
1: found a awesome recipe it's a amber chipotle beer i was thinking for taco tailgate Uh, if if, if, now we're talking i don't know how this first batch is coming out but i'm already planning i'll do it for taco tailgate i'll uh, plan that out and have the amber chipotle beer so i was just i did a deep dive on the interwebs and that's where i ended beer recipes so yes but speaking of recipes Mickey D's, they have the recipe for burgers and fries, but they also apparently have a, the recipe for harassment. So this one, you know, we, we do have a explicit language marker on our episode and we usually don't shy away. This one gets really, it, it, it gets, it's pretty strong. So the, of course this happens in Florida because all the good, all the good stories come from Florida. But a McDonald's in Florida hired Barry as a grill, grill cook and fryer. He was 59 years old. His direct manager repeatedly and profanely harassed him regarding his age. The manager had been with McDonald's for almost 15 years. Who the hell stays with McDonald's 15 years? But that's, that's another story. Oh, I should also say this, this story. I've heard they have good culture. (laughs) This story is going to say the opposite. (laughs) Good culture. But Jonathan-
0: Like good culture. Uh, good culture. Okay. Good
1: culture. <laughs> I came for the prize. I stayed for the culture. But this is from Jonathan Pollard on LinkedIn July 2nd. So his manager would send him home from shifts, told him he couldn't take meal breaks. She threatened his job. And here are some of the managers, according to Jonathan Pollard, greatest hits. Oh my God, they assigned me a retarded, slow-ass motherfucker, the manager would say. Another quote from the manager, too old to do this job. Another quote, I can't believe this old motherfucker was assigned my shift. So Barry reported all these to management, including the general manager, the assistant general manager, regional manager. And some of these people have actually seen this happen firsthand. But what happens next? You know, you got to love the cell phones. The manager made a video of Barry mocking him and then posted it to Tiki So... Uh-huh. This is what the, the, the manager was saying, and this is their grammar, not mine. And I'm going to try to read this. They just be putting anybody on my overnights. Let me show you what the slow ass motherfucker done did. The video pans out to a drink, Barry prepared for a good to go order. The manager continues. I said, put me a large fruit punch in a large Uber bag. This is what he did. Y'all. He put it in the bag. We're going viral. We're going viral. Camera pans back out to Barry, who's sweeping the kitchen. He's got his head down and obviously humiliated. The manager states, he don't want to be on camera, but he is. She tagged the TikTok video of Barry with the hashtags. Are you ready for this? Mick retarded and McDummies. Oh. Uh, here. Here's my case on a silver pl- platter, there, Mister Attorney, all over TikTok. At one point, she told him to go home and not come back, or else he, she, or else he would see what happened. So he quit. But anyways, yeah, that's that's how good that you can't tee this one up any better. And what sort of training is McDonald's not doing besides let's take too long, give you cold fries? You know, I haven't been to McDonald's voluntarily, and I don't know how long it's my Least favorite of the fast foods. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the Walmart uh, it's fast my, food.
0: It, it's my favorite for breakfast. For breakfast. Ooh, I'd have to go with Bohangli's like or an
1: Hardee's no, for no, my favorite Like breakfast.
0: I've got childhood dreams of like Egg McMuffins. That was like the, that was the, the carrot and the stick for me as a child. Like, Ooh, if you do this, get Egg McMuffins. Oh, I love me some Egg McMuffins. Still this day. I'm like, if I do something, I'm like, I reward myself egg, egg McMuffin. McMuffin. Uh,
1: I will have to know, remember that, but
0: wow. I just, I just
1: can't believe, you know, you get the hearsay, a, the, he said, she said type thing. And and that's all Barry would have had up until the point, this wonderful, brilliant manager started putting it on TikTok. It's like, and then they, they wanted to go viral and I bet you, I'd, I'd, I bet you that's gone viral at some point. Jeez, oh uh, people, people! And the, the cell phones are just such a—you know what? They're I think it's actually a good thing. It, it's a—it is a Darwinism tool for many people. We'll weed Ooh. out the, let the others weed them like out that. themselves
0: out. I hadn't thought about that before. That's a good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Darwinism. It's a nice tool. Oh, I told you. I texted mm-hmm. you this. I
1: heard. Speaking of. Whatever the phrases were, Mick retarded, or Mick dumb. I
0: can't. I'd say that and laugh.
1: I heard the new. Best, you
0: can't. <laughs> I mean, just you can't.
1: Uh, I heard the new best phrase for putting someone oh, yeah. down who's right. stupid, and uh, I'm not going to say the source of it, but they just don't have the intellectual bandwidth for this. <laughs> it's like I was like, I can't Di-di. wait to use that this fall. I'm, but that's what I wanted to do. I sat there very stoic and quiet and, yep, let that one go. I was like, wow. So anyhow. No, yeah. So this comes to us from a former guest, Suzanne Lucas. She wrote, I got it from LinkedIn, but she wrote it for Comstock magazine. And this was from July 5th. And she puts up there a dilemma of the month. And some of them are actually pretty good. Uh, actually a lot of them, Suzanne's writing is awesome. But this one is, this one seemed to stir up a lot of buzz in, in the world. So dilemma of the month, can a manager be paid less than her direct report? And before I get into the 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 body of the story, which is only like a paragraph or a couple of paragraphs I took notes on, but yeah, what what do you think? Have you had experience of managers making
0: less than their subordinates? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, but on the job family, I th- exactly. think it's very prevalent when it comes to sales. Absolutely. Yep, sales is the first thing
1: that came to my mind because, the, you know, this sales managers. If you have a good sales team, might be the lowest paid person on that team if you're the manager. Now, I know, I know some people have the managers get a, a cut of their commission or whatever, but still, sales is the Number one answer that as soon as I read the headline, that's what I thought about. Second thing I thought about are like very high te- highly technical individual contributors that either do not want to be a manager or they're not able to be a manager. You have these people that have just all these strong technical skills, and that's part of the thing that goes on in this story. But when I get to it, but that's, that's another thing that, that I thought of before reading the story, but it's in the story as well. So anyways, I'll, I'll go into the story a little bit here. Somebody wrote in to Suzanne, I'm a brand new HR director, and I recently discovered that an employee earns 13000 more than her director who oversees a team of 10. The highly paid employee, Jane, signed her offer letter in 2021. The finance team explained to me that the employee's higher pay was due to certifications and difficulty finding a qualified candidate at market salary. Upon learning that her direct report made more than she did, the director, Heidi, naturally requested a salary increase. However, the director's salary is already in line with other other directors, and Heidi would be happy if she hadn't noticed this error. Options to consider are maintaining the employee's current salary, reducing the employee's salary, or increasing the director's salary, although we might not have the budget for that. What should we do? And I was like, none of the above. You, the, they already explained that they had a hard time, you know, they, pay, they're paying more. This is a hard to find candidate. And the market, you know, 2021, the market, the salaries were extraordinary. They have come down again, you know, all these people job hop, job hop for the money. And then sort of the market said, up, oh, we're going to correct ourselves a little bit there. And so that happened. But uh, yeah, you're not going to mess with the employee's salary. And, just because you're a supervisor doesn't mean you need to make more. It's 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 interesting. So what, yeah, anyways.
0: Well, need need or should. I mean, just to, you're pointing out, like, if you're a technical expert or if you, I mean, I always think of, like, a good, if, if you are a very good sales manager, your team should 100% make a lot more money than you. Right. Yeah, okay. Hopefully there's and a commission that just, structure. That, that, yeah, I mean, like. I mean what I guess the words I'm using are hundred percent right, true in the sense of like, but um if you're manager of sales people, there is going to be a significant disconnect in terms of what compensation looks like. And that's just the decision you make when you go into management if you if you are chosen or choose to go into management in those types of roles. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why that's why like I I struggle with jobs that are commission based that have caps on commission oh cat no see caps
1: on commission are are just ridiculous it, it the come so you i'm stopping earning money but the company is still earning more hell no i'm i'm working mm-hmm. right up to that cap and then i'm going to i'm going to take it easy and save my to next month quarter whatever cycle they're on so that they can can pick right back up but there's they lose their incentive and then they you know yeah they lose incentive if the company is making money you make money
0: that, that's what it is i yeah, No, the previous company i worked a previous company that i worked for which i won't name um when i did this for them prior to making the full-time change to hr they would give us our new pay structure every year and every year i'd look at it and go okay so i've got to do twice the work and i'm going to make less money <laughs> And they wondered why they lost their top salespeople because they would start to put caps, or they would change the way, and make it harder for salespeople paid. And again, and I, I repeat my statement: they wondered why their there are good salespeople left,
1: or or these commission structures you've seen out there, maybe that it's almost a regressive commission. If you do, if you sell you know hundred thousand dollars, you get this percentage, but if you sell two hundred thousand, you get a little bit less. And then you sell 300,000, you're getting even less that regressive. I'm like, once again, where's the incentive that a good salesperson is, you know, I I hound and just berate salespeople all the time, but when the good, there are good ones out there and when they're good, that's, what's motivating them. And they want to have more money. When I was doing third-party recruiting, that's what motivated me each month, my commission check, I wanted it to be higher than the month before. And overall I was able to do that, not every single month, but it was, yeah, just structures are, are salary structures are, you know, commission structures as such are just, you have to do it right. You, you have to do it right. And you, I would not say, Hey, if, if you're bringing in a hundred million and you come up to 200 million, maybe you deserve more commission because that's a, that's a lot of, that's a lot you're bringing in. But uh, Suzanne went on to write, she gave some examples and said, it's not uncommon for, at all. She's mentioned sports athletes. They make more than managers, the GMs of the team, and things like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Owners of the team, they make more than. Actors, she wrote, make more than writers and producers. And pharmacists make more than store managers. And I should remember that from my wonderful days at CVS. So that is, you know, there's all sorts of examples. You know, a pharmacist, highly skilled position, you know, are they running the store? No, they're running the pharmacy, but are they running the store? No, unless it's like a mom and pop or something like that, but they're, they're highly skilled degreed people that you really can't do without. So I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just interesting to, to see that. Let's see here. I have, I don't have much else for today, but I, I did want to, I try and find another David. I, I read a David Smith article, Well, actually I'll, I'll save that for later. So. The final thing I, I wanted to do, and I was, it was going to be the center of my rant, and I'm sort of rant, I've sort of calmed down now over time, but this pisses me off, whether it's the medical HR world or whether it's television providers. But the point of it is anytime there's a contract negotiation and you bring your customers or clients or patients into the mix. So, I had TV for like 16 years and it's like every other month, oh, you're going to lose whatever channel it is if you don't call TV right now. And they'd bring the customers into their little contract negotiation and that would just tick me off. And the same thing happens in the HR world. And if you haven't experienced this, you're, I think you're very lucky. But a, a contract negotiation between a medical group and the service provider There's one going on in my area. It's actually making news now, but the the local newspaper, but this doctor's group is going to leave the largest insurance provider in the area. But the, the doctor's group is emailing their patients, telling them to talk to, to call the provider and call their employers. And, oh, I remember, I don't know, it must have been like 2013, 2014 when the Express Scripts and Anthem were having their fallout and the same thing was happening the express was the scripts was telling you to call anthem and call your employer and i i kid you not i had and i think one of the the local grocery chains was the express scripts provider but i had an employee in my office literally crying because they were going to die because they weren't going to get their 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 medicine i'm like well it's just this chain you can go to a different chain there's i i you know, I told them I know where you're coming from. I know, you know, there's, you name the Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, whatever it is, it's all right there, but at this particular grocery chain, but they needed to get it from there. And they were just so upset and they were in my office crying and I have to call Anthem and I have to tell them not to, I'm like, I'm not calling Anthem. I'm not dealing with this, but I just, it, it just irritates me to no end when a, when a, a provider, whether it's this doctor's office or if it's DirecTV or whomever, Brings their customers into their contract negotiations. It is just so, just irks my nerves. And I, I, was a little more fired up last week when I was going to do this as a rant, and I actually started <laughs> recording it before the power went out on me. So uh, yeah, that's that's sort of the abbreviated rant right now. But gosh, people, just if I if I had a provider that was leaving the network, and they told me to call my. Uh, insurance company and my HR department, I'm calling them and telling them to F off. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I only have one doctor I I see regularly, but like, why, why are you telling me to do this? Well, how much are you paying me to to go tell, talk to these people? Right. Anyhow, that's my, that's my little rant for today. But (laughs) I think it would have been much better on last Tuesday when I had a, I had a couple of beers and I was fired up about this. And then there you go. uh, Luckily, the thunderstorms edited me out appropriately. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, God did not want me talking about that. So, nothing's happened yet today. So, best practice for today, well, is don't, don't piss me off with these things. Don't bring me into your contract negotiation.
0: I don't care. We need a running list of things <laughs> that piss you off
1: uh let's do the short list of what actually be like a fun off.
0: for our recap show next year like here are the things that, warren, that pisses warrens off
1: well all fair you and i were talking about something that pissed me off earlier, both of us off earlier today that we're going through so yeah so as always our voice artist is andrew culpa and our theme music is "Double with the Double" by the underscore orchestra as always i'm warren and this is feathers and we're helping you survive HR one what-the-fuck moment at a time. Okay. A little shorter, but...